Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day fiance. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Y'all, I'm just going to start this show with an apology. Not really, a, a, not an apology from me. And not an apology for Poodle. I accept your apology. <laughs> no. I don't know what it's you're, for, but I accept it. Go, you're going to like this because I, Poodle went off on a very big rant. I think in Lalu, was it about cake? Yeah. And one of our baker sissies. Maybe. Oh, yeah, it was. Uh, no, it was about In Love is Blind. Love is Blind about cake. And I just want to say that one of our sissies confirmed that one of the top choices for cake for weddings is Funfetti cake. And I want to say, <laughs> I am sorry for you if you chose Funfetti cake for your wedding. I've been thinking about that since I read it yesterday. It's been in the back of my mind just going, who gets Funfetti Ooh. cake? Who uh, gets it? My mother at that wedding would go, what is this? <laughs> Slayton's birthday party? Who does this? <laughs> Rainbow frosting in the cake. Is this a gay thing? Y'all, if is you're this not, something gay. <laughs> if you're not listening to Love is Blind, Poodle I mean, I'm fine with it and everything, but you don't have to show you don't have to tell everybody you're gay in the cake. <laughs> Cakes don't have to be gay. Some things need don't need to be gay in this world. Okay? You fine with that? Poodle went off on a rant, and I have to say, I kind of thought it was out of nowhere and not needed. And then when that baker confirmed Funfetti is no, very popular, it was people needed. People are ridiculous. It people are absolutely ridiculous. I support your rant about cake. The thing about it is, you're uh, welcome. I, I just want to say the same. The reason why I went on that rant is you offhandedly said, I can't tell the difference with gluten free cake. And I said, Couldn't. And everybody's told me that they can tell. And I said, well, your palate's garbage. But um, uh, but it's, it's to the point where 
it, you can you can say that I'll I'll have a gluten free piece of gluten free cake that someone will make at a bar- birthday party or whatever, and I'm like this is good, and but I will not you I will not say you will not badger me into saying you can't taste the difference can you and I was like no I can taste the difference it's fine it is okay for gluten free cake to be good and it's okay for me to say I can still taste the difference between regular flour that's fine. All of those are okay. You don't have to fool me. <laughs> I guess I do need to apologize to you now because I've never had gluten-free cake. I just said that to wind you up. I know. I know because <laughs> I I knew I knew if you would if you had actually had it, you would know. <laughs> it was just something you say uh, <laughs> to 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 yes and me. Which I hate doing. <laughs> I've been called out. We need to move on. Uh, uh, I, I also, uh, I do want to say, it's, y'all, it's, it's fine. You can do what you want. But if, you're, if your wedding is a formal affair and people are there and you've spent a lot of money on your wedding, don't put Funfetti in your fucking wedding cake. No I think one's- it's fine if you're at Stoptown Baptist Church and it's a Sunday afternoon at two and y'all got to leave really no, quick. No, that's fine. But I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm but saying. No, I'm say- I agree. A formal wedding. I agree. And like, if it's a beach wedding, everyone's having fun. Everyone's casual. Funfetti cakes are fine. I think that's fine. Don't make me go to a black tie wedding <laughs> at night. And don't you have the dare, you don't you dare to have the audacity to have a nice cake with nice like frosting and it's funfetti inside. If, if and when I get married, I'm just going to buy a piece of funfetti cake and say, just, just to ser- serve it me. to that queen right there and just see his reaction. And you know, I'll do it. I'll throw it right at you. <laughs> y'all, this is reality gays. Reality gays. B90, y'all. This was, up. That was our Love episode. is Blind coverage. Y'all, listen, we're, we're having a good time with our Love is Blind on our Patreon. Boy. I, I I have to say, Poodle and I were talking about this. We had a couple of sissies that very sweetly sent us a message and saying, I feel like this is the best thing you and Poodle cover. It just shows you off the best. That's as sweet. You and Jake. It's very sweet. But I have to say, y'all, I do love, especially when 90 Day Fiance is good like this or like Classless. Mm-hmm. We're about to start season five of 90 Day with David and Annie and oh, I, uh, we Libby do, we and do, Andre. We do good work. With we this. love those. But y'all, good there work. is good work. There's some, yeah, quotes, quotes. If you're watching the video, there is something about love is blind. It just speaks to us. It's a sweet it, spot. Oh, it yeah. is. It's good this season. It's like, anyway, it's like that African dick just hits you in your neck, I guess, or whatever. Yummy, yummy, whatever. Usman says, oh boy. Uh, y'all, Thankfully, th- we're not talking about them. This episode this is part two of episode ten. Times up. Times and- up. We are, uh, we got to tell you, we're doing a live show uh, Sunday, the 27th at the Regent Theater in Los, beautiful Los Angeles. The weather's going to be perfect. Yes. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, it's not. Uh, if there's an earthquake that happens during our show, I'm closing I'm not the live tour. I'm closing the live tour. We're done. After the snow of I Chicago. To God. York, if there's an earthquake, y'all, sorry, you're not going to see us in your city. Or a freak rainstorm that just washes downtown yeah. away. <laughs> then we get it. Jesus doesn't like gay we're people. Just and we're just the rest of the tour. We're just the rest of the tour. 
<clears throat> I don't want any more carnage. I don't want any more loss of life. We also want to remind people that this Sunday for our live show in Los Angeles, we're going to be covering one of the Before the 90 Day Couples. So the show's on Sunday night. So if you're coming to the show, we recommend watching Discovery Plus that morning because we're going to be covering the show, or at least three of the couples that air that morning. Kimberly and Katie from A Date with Dateline are, are guesting. Flying talk- out, they're going to come to the show. We'll be talking, uh, definitely talking about 90 Day. We're talk- talking about, I'm sure we'll, they, I think they do watch Love's Blind, but we can talk about that. And we'll be talking about a little true crime that they, that they'll, they're going to bring us a case. We're going to talk ooh, about it. Ooh, I'm excited, y'all. I, know, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't talked with them about it yet, so we're going to see. We're going to see what it is. I, all this is in my head. I'm, I don't know yeah, if it's I, actually going to work. They're listening going, hey, uh, Katie, do you know? No, he didn't talk to me about that. No. <laughs> like, uh, you don't know it yet, but we're doing it. Yeah, that's that's Poodle's way. That's Poodle's yeah. way. And you know, I, then I make you think it's your idea at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Any other? I think that's it for announcements. That's right? it, y'all. We have a ton of announcements on the first show. Um, we did. I basically we did. ran through everything that's going on in the next month for us. So, but that's okay. But listen to so, that. Listen, listen to, that. to that. And you're again, you're going to get some free Patreon shows this month. That because we're starting a new season, so you can try it. And if you want to join, if not, that's fine too. Uh, but commercial free at the eight dollar tier. If you for all of just, our shows, someone just I don't know why someone messaged me said your commercials are a little long, and I went I have to eat food, and I don't have a job <laughs> now, so they're going to be fine. But if you don't want to listen to my long commercials with Poodle, then go to the eight dollar tier on Supercast or Patreon. I like our go. commercials. We we actually really really try. I make think them we make them better than normal because we're 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 trying to make them entertaining. We do have a normal we have we have a script of things that we have to say, you guys. So yeah, but we're trying to make a little spoonful of sugar to make the medicine go down. Exactly. So well, yeah. So instead of jizzing in your mouth, we're trying to nobody needs just sugar shoot it just right in. Right we, we we're just lubing you up a little bit, maybe. Um, someone just up. Oh, someone just was picking up their kid from school, and that went into the <laughs> teacher's Bluetooth. Right now, they just got reality. Game. Not gonna jizz in your mouth. Jizz in your mouth. All right, let's talk little, about little Scotty at Chick Fil A. Just heard that <laughs> he's gotta of, go tell his pastor about it. <laughs> uh, Father Ricks, Father Ricks, what's jizz mean? <laughs> Well, Scotty, <laughs> well, Scotty, when Jesus loves someone very stop much, it. stop it, stop it, stop it. All right, all right, everybody, let's do this. Um, Mike and Hemeti, y'all, Mike is this, back in Ohio. This is kind of continuing on what was a bonkers episode. Yeah, uh, this was a bonkers. I was episode. kind of shocked that so many crazy things happened. I agree um, with that. So, just to recap, we had uh, baby girl Lisa. And Usman being intimate, and that's a very nice way of putting it for the first time. We're going to get skin to skin. Skin to skin. That's kind of what she sounds like. And we had Ben meeting Mahogany. Yes. For the first time. Who is real? Who is real? Uh, and Memphis screaming at Hamza about something. And, well, and so. we had Hamza flipping the script, actually standing up for himself for once. Actually standing, which made y'all, which made him hotter. Oh, oh he's. I think he, he's oh, like man. on my top five of ninety day couple guys. 
I yeah. think he's, he's very he's attractive. way up there for me. But also, it's the way he carries himself. Oh, man. Yeah, mm. I agree. All right. Anyway, so even wow. more, this this was, the, these these two, these, these three are less so, but uh, let's talk about Mike and Jimena. Um, y'all, we're back home in the Fart Palace, otherwise known oh, as this place oh, he lives with. Why, oh, with his dad and grandfather. <laughs> why did I ever leave Ohio? They're in New York, right. state New York. Same thing. <laughs> I can understand why you would think this is. I although keep thinking he's they, from Ohio. They have strong kind of New York accents. They do. So have that's strong why. New York, it's true. So, y'all, he's saying, I miss her. I don't really want to be alone. And he said, y'all, good on Mike. He's doing. He's keeping his place clean and sending her pictures. And he's been talking to a lawyer about the visa process. But wait, there could be trouble in paradise because Mike says she's being standoffish since I got back. It's been a little it's been a little not as much communication. And then Mike has the right idea. Well, since I work remotely, I'm just going to go back to Columbia because it doesn't matter anyway. I can just go back there. Wrong. Wrong, wrong. Don't spring this on a woman like Jimena, y'all. No. She's don't, or, you don't do this. Or don't spring this on your grandpa and your dad, which is what True. Mike does next. Because Mike walks in that kitchen with that very you know, long Costco table. You know, I think it's time. All right. For time. another episode of 90 Day... No, we're not 90 we're, Day Gaze what anymore. The fuck is about? Reality Gaze Theater. Reality Gaze Theater. Um, I, I, I abbreviate in any 90 DT every time, but I didn't mean Reality Gaze. Uh, Poodle's going to be playing the role of... Grandpa. Grandpa. I'm Grandpa. Hyman. I'm going to be uh, playing the role of Larry. Uh, Dad, and, and I'll I'll play Mike as well. Oh, okay, okay, we didn't um, talk about that. Okay, and uh, so right. this is when Mike is going to tell them about what he is. Uh, they're of course, doing. they're of course, they they look like they've just had breakfast and are about to watch Press Your Luck. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> I love that show. Elizabeth Smart, no great. No whammies, no whammies. Elizabeth Smart, great. Elizabeth, host. Elizabeth Smart does a great job. <laughs> she just plays her harp. <laughs> Where were you? Where were you when I said Elizabeth Smart hosted Press Your Luck? And I, I had, I left my body. (laughs) I'm ridiculous. You are. No, it takes everything I have to to not scream at you. Um, (laughs) All right, let's do this show. Or let's do this theater. Let's do this. And... Action. There's my favorite grandson. Just don't tell all the others. Ha <laughs> ha, I got a million of them. Oh, dad. Oh, dad. Hey there, son. Hey there, son. How you hey, doing? Hey, um, yeah, I'm doing good. What's up, Mikey? What's uh, up, just Mikey? That, uh, just that uh, Jimena is kind of getting distant. Distant? She's far. She's in Colombia. Of course she's distant. Ha <laughs> ha. That's right, dad. It's far away. It's far away, Mikey. Pretty. Oh, so you mean you know? No, she's, she's not talking to you anymore, son. Well, she's mentioned things like uh, liposuction and uh, breast augmentation. What? She want, what? She wants boobs. Like uh, boobs, son, son. Are you still helping her manner? Are you still helping her manner? <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, boobs used to be bigger. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Dad, I know. Hey, God, when I was in Korea, you should have oh. seen those boobies. 
can't, you can't talk about that on TV, Dad. We talked about this. There's cameras here, Dad. There's cameras here. No, I, but I'm, listen, I'm saying. If you're paying for Jimena's boobs, you need to stop paying the Jimena. rent. Uh, so, but okay, but I'm I'm just a little worried that that she might not feel the same way about her that Mikey, I did before. Mikey, Mikey, you can't buy love because when you do, when the money runs out, there's no love. You there's know no what love. I learned? I learned that in Korea. Yeah, when no, I didn't no. have any money anymore, I didn't have any ladies today. Yeah. Oh my God! You should have seen how oh, many, wow. how the the oh, pretty right. girls oh, I had right. before I, I got married. I know. I, well, I heard. I heard. Like, your mother must have been the thirtieth, fortieth one. All right, Dad. All right, Dad. He gets it. He gets you it. Could not you, believe what happened to my genitals. You a, oh, you fucked a lot of women. I know, Dad. That's where, I, Mikey. That's yeah. why I stayed with one woman. Your mother. Then she died on me. So now I'm just gonna be alone. You missed out. You got it. You missed out. I gotta tell you, son. Yeah, yeah. But you don't want to listen, son. You don't want to listen. You don't, don't give listen, her Mikey. boobies, Michael. Don't give her boobies. You got to look out for red flags. You got to be alert, Mikey. You got to be alert. You got to, you're going to buy a, you're going to buy a boobs. And then what are you going to, are you going to be another boob? You're going to be the third boob. You're going to look like a boob. You want to be a boob in Columbia. And that's what people are going to think of you. Where is she again? Columbia, Missouri? And scene. <laughs> I appreciate that. You said that last line, and if you're watching the intimate portrait, I stayed in character and gave and gave actually a look. You did. You really commit. <laughs> really commit. Very physical. Very. In the last last episode, I kind of almost mouth fucked my mic. I'm gross. Been. I'm still grossed out by that. Y'all, put Larry I'm and Hyman on pillow talk. Put them on pillow talk. One's going to talk about Metamucil, you know. For sure. Now, Mike has said, Mike's like, y'all, he doesn't care. That was my favorite part when his grandpa said, you're going to do what you want. You're going to do what you she want. She could ruin your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but oh, He said, not only that, he said, just remember, one decision can ruin your life forever. <laughs> forever, <laughs> Mikey. It's like me in Korea. Wow. Oh, one decision. Um. So Mike goes anyway, y'all, and he goes... She doesn't even pick him up at the airport. No. Now, I've got to say, I've been, I've been on this cup, the train of this couple for a long time. This is not good. No. I still think, I think, I think her family is going to rattle her chain a little bit. Rattle. I think. I think something might have to happen here. I don't think her sister will, but I think her mom and dad will. Well, will here's the thing. Tell her to wake up. He, she's not going to respond until he gives her an ultimatum, because right now he is saying she can do whatever she wants, and he's not really going to have a problem with and it. And Mike, y'all, Mike is he's Charlie Brown. He's spineless. He's yeah. giving her all the power. Um, one I, thing I, I don't see yeah. him ever taking it back. Yeah, I. I, I'll be surprised if she fumbles this. Um, she could play this better. She's not playing it really well right now. She's not playing it really well. <clears throat> so she, um, uh, Jimena basically is saying like, this trip was, this trip is very different of his. The first I was very in love. And now I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like now the thought he's very clingy and I don't really love this now. And of course, mm. y'all, he stepped in dog shit outside yeah. and he's just dragged it in <laughs> he because like of course sit, he did. He, she's sitting down. He's like, why do I smell poop? And Mike's like, 
Oh, God. Oh, God. That was me. And he hurry takes off his scuba. He's like, I'll buy you another carpet. I'll buy you a carpet. I'll buy you a carpet. I'm so sorry. Uh, so she's she basically says that she was talking about needing wanting a wanting a breast augmentation. And she's like, I wanted that in lipo so I could be a model. Now, okay. this is another red flag because we've seen this before with Larissa. She's using him. Um, yeah, this is she's, this is she does not love this man. She does this not is love this man. now this is and this is now you guys. She's really convincing herself that she's still in love with him. I, this is honestly kind of what I feared. And also too, y'all, if you're not watching the show, Mike's coming back, y'all. She got her hair done. It's a really beautiful color. Yeah. It's not a cheap color. She has on full on attached eyelash extensions. Y'all, Mike paid for all of this. Yeah. She, I don't think she, she, I think she did so far. I think she did get a boob job in lipo, but I don't think he paid for it. We don't know. It's now, talked about next week. She's yeah. still talking about it next week. They she's are still, still, they are still as, as opposed to, for up to a couple of days ago, they were still on each other's instas. They were, we don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're starting to be rumored, but nothing's corroborated. So yeah, we don't want to announce any rumors. I, I, John Yates has said something and that is not a reliable source. You guys, oh, um, yeah, we don't so, know. Anyway, we so don't, don't send know. us stuff saying we see it too. Um, yeah, we but see it too. right now though, I'm still going to believe that Mike's stepping in some shit and Jimenez thinking about, do I want to smell like poop for the rest of my life, but have a good father for my children. But she said, she's like, yeah, I still want that boob job, but uh, maybe I don't want to pay for it. So I borrowed some money from a loan shark who who threatened to cut off my hand. So we'll see how that works. And I was thinking, Jimenez's life just gets more and more crazy. That's where, that's where, so she says, I borrowed from a loan shark and, but now I can't get it done because Mike came back unexpectedly. So now I can't have the surgery. So it's his fault that he can't right. do it. And here's the deal. Like when Mike and Amanda first started, and I did this too. A lot of people said we, they didn't say it to us. Cause honestly, I don't think we really did this, but some bloggers, podcasters really went after Jimena and judged her for dating a guy who was in prison, who had all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And there was a lot of talk about think of her circumstance and what choices she had. We pushed back a little bit on that of like, don't think that everybody in America thinking that every country not in America is a terrible country. Mm-hmm. But I'm pushing back on that more now and that I think, y'all, Jimena doesn't make good choices full stop. She no. just doesn't. And I think it's, I don't think it's. She has circumstances, but like we said before, we've seen her parents. She seems to have a supportive family. They live in a, it seems like a decent, nice home. It's not, they're not living in poverty here. Now, granted, Mike is helping her pay for that. But I'm just saying that there's a point of circumstances, of choice based on circumstances and choice based on choices. And I feel more for her. She is, she is a woman with ambition. She is. She is. That's and, a great way to put that. And you know who else is? This bitch. <laughs> she I, is. I, I know. I know. So you I have more morals than Jimena because, again. I do. And I just, I, I just, I would say less morals, ethics. I have more ethics, maybe. I guess that's a word for it. Yeah. I'm very amoral. <laughs> well, if you didn't have so many ethics, we wouldn't be doing this show in your apartment. I know. Those are things that I can't do. There are worse things I could do. Oh, 
Then go with a boy or two hundred. Yeah. You think you're a you think you're a Rizzo, but if you know the show, you're really a Marty. I am Marty. You are Marty because Marty's the little slutty, but she's also and fun and promiscuous. But then, and I mean the good way, I slutty. Be sandy. But she does. But yeah, you're not going to be Sandy. <laughs> you're not Sandy. Not that virginal. No. No, I, I want to be Sandy. I'm Frenchy. Yeah, yeah, I'm French. No, you're the you're you're the you're the prince. You're the lady principal. Oh, that is me. That is me. <laughs> yes, yes. Actually, yeah, that's me. Um. Oh goodness. Okay. So, or the the woman who who does the announcements. That's it. <laughs> oh yeah, the assistant. Um. I actually, if you know the stage show, I'm Patty Simcox. I'm totally yeah. Bicep, bicep, So okay. It's not looking good though, y'all, because she might sitting there and he's sitting there talking to him and they're sitting on her couch and he's like, yeah, I'm really tired. It was a long 20 hour trip. And she said, yeah, well, I'm going to go out tonight. And he's going like, to the what? club, going to the club. You put me in the club. And so he's, he's like, says, I'll go okay. for a while. Why not? Can you imagine Mike in a club? In a club. And he says, you know, was it worth it for me coming? And you just, the camera focuses on Jimena just kind of cracking her knuckles. And she says, eh, you know, it's fine. I mean, it's, it's what it is. She's like, she's I told you, trying her best here. Told you not to come, but I can't get my boobs done now. So, you know, Oof. can't do that. And so she's like, you're She's like, it's a normal surprise. A normal surprise, y'all. I, I got to tell you, though, he would bug the shit out of me. I, I just know I that. Wanna, I want to know what happened because she, remember, he, um, he left and she said, I wish he wasn't leaving. I wish we could get married now. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. It's all about proximity. It is all about proximity. Like for me, if someone is around, that's why I don't do long distance. If someone is around, I'm great. If someone is away from me, away from my mind, and you're not like either sending me emails or texts, I sometimes forget you're there. And yeah, and I mean, and then I, I make that, I rewrite things in my mind. Yeah, and that that's what you know. I think I one we talked. That's what I said. I worried about is that yeah. she and loves She was him worried now, about it too. She she, she knows she herself. That up. She knows herself, y'all. Because guess what? Mike's been gone, and guess what she's doing? She's getting on Tinder or Pickle Finder. She's at least <laughs> we don't know she's on Pickle Finder. Well, but or whatever app. I'm not saying she's cheating on him, but I am saying she probably just starts looking out of boredom. Probably There's nothing to do. Yep, I could see and that. And then the next thing you know, some guy's sending you a dick pic and you're inviting them over when your parents are gone. Not familiar. Yeah. With that at all. <laughs> um, so they, so they're going to go out to the club, even though Mike is exhausted and he's like, well, I have to work the next morning. Cause y'all, this isn't a vacation trip for them. His is a work trip. So, right. so yeah. he's, they the go next to the morning, club yeah. the next yeah. morning. He's like, Hannah, trying to wake her up and she's like, mm, kind of rolls over. He's like, oh, fine, I'll go get my computer. She comes out of bed, y'all. She looks like she's she still is, drunk. She's fucking hungover. We've over. all been there. We have all been there. She's um, just drinking a glass of, of milk. I and a almost retched. 
uh, I, when she had that milk. Milk is the last thing I want after I've been partying. I know. Who wants milk? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's some cup type of hangover cure. I guess some people look at milk as a coat <laughs> in the stomach if a stomach's upset. I guess. It's the last thing I want. Dang. So they, he's like, what time did you get home? But anyway, we find out that last night they went to the club and he went home early. And he's like, what time did you get home? She's like, uh, about 9 a.m. She got turned, but I, I will say, um, I, I've spent a, I've spent a ton of time going out in, um, South America, but in Europe, you do stay out very, very late. So like um, in Spain and stuff like that. And I emailed Sissy Chris and asked her and if this is common or not. And she said it is common. Although yeah. she said, she said, I would say culturally she is younger, but especially with somebody kids and stuff like that, that's pretty late. Even like yeah. for someone who's a mom, she mm-hmm. said. So, Chris, you know, so not that we're judging him as a mom, but yeah. she's you tied one on if you're coming home t- at nine. Yeah. Ooh, Amanda's like you just go out and party. You close the club, and oh, and Sissy Chris did say usually that was late party was done at friends' houses. Makes sense. Not really out and about at a club. Yeah. So. Uh, if that's you guys, not speaking for all Colombians, but that's just a source. One source. I can. Um. I want to. Want to. Uh. I want to really. Uh. Pitch a show to you, or just suggest a show. If you're not watching, um, on HBO Max, somebody somewhere with Bridget Everett, and Jeff Hiller. It's there. She's in Kansas, and she's taking care of. Uh. She was taking care of her sister before she died. If you don't know who Bridget Everett, uh, female comic, fantastic. Very. She's a singer, and uh, it's on HBO Max. But it's just Not a familiar. slice of life in Kansas and in small. You would like it, actually. You'd like it a lot. Oh. Um, but uh, it talks about she, she's she's like she's been drinking and she wakes up the next day and the guy's uh, he's he's outside like doing some kind of work. And she runs out and she's like, hey, it's so early. Why were you doing that? And he's like, oh, it's like, sorry, it's 1230. <laughs> 12.30 during the day. She's like, oh, really? Oh, sorry. She's like just in her underwear. Um, it's a great show. I think it's um, it's only 30 minutes. Um, really funny. All right. Well, I would watch that. That's a show recommendation. There's somebody show. somewhere. Somebody somewhere. Did you see the new trailer for, I don't have Showtime, but I might have to get it. Have you seen that new trailer for The First Lady? Oh, I haven't. I meant to watch that. Someone sent it to me already. Little Jillian Anderson, it's Eleanor Roosevelt. Oh, God, Michelle, I love Jillian Anderson. Michelle Pfeiffer is Betty Ford. It, uh, it I, looks I have, good. I have high hopes. And then Viola Davis is Michelle. Michelle Obama. Obama. It yeah. looks good. It looks good. Um, and too much TV. Um, sorry, y'all. We're talking about TV because Mike and Jimena are just sad. It's just sad. Um, so they. this is the thing. And this is, Mike has no idea the worst thing she can do is say, did you spend time with any men? She's like, she's like yeah, tons of, tons of hombres. No, yeah. yeah, she's like, tons of hombres, but none of them were with me. Um. Anyway, but and then he starts saying things like, you know, she should be happier to see me. Seems like I'm not a priority. And you think? This is well. No, this is this is the quickest way to get Jimena to sour. 
is oh. by talking like this. But it's what Mike ne- he needs to talk about being a priority for her because he's never done this. Right. He's this is what's going to happen. He's going to stand up for himself and try to talk about it, and, and then, she'll say absolutely not, and then he'll renege. And he'll yep 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 yep, and yep, it'll be yep, a relationship yep. built on um, built up frustration. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mike said, I wish she was understanding where I'm coming from. And I said, so here's the deal. I don't feel sorry for Mike because. Me either. I mean, I, uh, well, I do think Mike's a nice guy. So I'm like, I, I, I feel sad that he's that still that naive. Cause I want to say, why would you expect her to be a priority for you when your relationship is built on just her being the priority? Uh, that's part of it. And I like don't, you're changing feel, the rules. Mike. I, I don't feel sorry for him because he is, this is not, he doesn't realize this. This is not a realistic relationship. Yeah. That's where, yeah, it's almost, yeah. He just, it's not, I feel sorry. He's just so, man, this guy's clueless to life. Yeah. I, I think, I, I will say if they don't work out. They're probably going to put him on like the fucking single life. I, and it's going to be oh horrible. God, I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch it anymore. It's going to be really sick. Cause I bet you he's a horrible dater. Horrible. Oh. And I wanted, I w- do want to say if they wind up imploding, um, it will happen because she played the situation wrong. She expected him to, it's she 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 moved her pieces into his quadrant too early. Possibly, she I needed I, to wait for that boob job. I, I still say that I why I've always feel like this relationship is doomed is I think she just. I originally I thought she wouldn't be able to do it, like she couldn't mm-hmm. do it because of. I think maybe I thought she had more ethics, like she couldn't do that to him. She knew it wasn't right. Now I, think, I don't think that's it. I think now it's still the same reasoning, a bit not the same, but. She can't physically do it. Like she that, just that may can't be, it. be with him. And I don't think it's a, t- a question of saying more or less ethics. What she is weighing some things above others. In other words, she's weighing her own potential happiness against the ones that her kids could have, or even more the hap- the 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 monetary things that she could have in the U.S. The yes. things that her kids could have and the opportunities she and could I have. I just think that that bad girl she may not be able to do her it. that makes bad decisions and gets good dick won't yeah. be able to do it. Was going to win out. That, 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 kind of, that kind of ethical angel and devil are fighting it out in her head. Ethical angel and dick devil. Oh, yeah. Because you all know, got the dick devil on ooh, her shoulder. Ooh. I have two. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and what one one goes? Hmm, I don't know about that. And the the and the other goes, and the, and the other goes. What do you mean? And the other goes. Oh, you're right. It's divine. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, devil's right. work. Devil. Me have devil's work. All right, y'all. We're gonna take a quick commercial, and we'll be right back <laughs> with, with <laughs> and Johnny. 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Song Finch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, y'all, we're back. I just <laughs> I just had to share this. You know, we were talking about on the last show uh, about my days working the English party line for the Festival yeah. House yeah. Yeah. and the Salzburg Festival. And I, we finished the show. We, we took a little break. And I just, I'm still in touch with Christina, this woman who worked. She's Norwegian. And she worked there in the English line with me. It was her, that's how the day shift. And I said, just do you remember using these for our own calls? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, but you were worse. Here's, here's what she said. Oh my God, great. So great to hear from you. Those were such funny times. Yes, but do you remember when you asked me to use some of my numbers because your quotas were so low because you kept talking to people the whole time <laughs> and were selling any tickets? <laughs> I do remember that. You're a whore. <laughs> You're a whore. Because I, my quotas one week were really, really low because I had just been calling all my friends that I met because I had no money. Uh, so I would just call them on the toll free line. Wow. They would call me. I would call them. I would call, call the toll free line right now. And the funniest thing, we had a supervisor, uh, Birgit was our supervisor. Well, you she should was, say, because this is back in the days, y'all, where talking on your cell phone. Is, so, was, especially international, was so, was so expensive. Much, so much money. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. I had no money after after that. But uh, Birgit was our supervisor. And she was, she was just, Lord, the, the really <laughs> sweet, sweet Austrian woman. But she would always, she's like, there's so many calls on your, your thing waiting to be called. You just you must be really taking good care of people. <laughs> and no, I'm was like, and I was like, I'll get it in a minute. I was just like in my own. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they'll call back. I'm like, girl, but I got to tell you this story. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I remember I took, I took, I'm, I asked her for some of her quotas because so I could take credit for them because my numbers were so bad that week. I didn't last very long at that job. Yeah, I wasn't I kinda, meant to that, work for people. That was assumed you didn't. You weren't meant to work for people. You weren't. <laughs> I only work for my for myself, and my boss is an absolute asshole. Y'all, Poodle is a terrible <clears throat> employee. I am. I fully one hundred percent admit that. You know what? I'm a good. I'm a hard worker, though. You're a very hard worker, but I'm not a good employee. You that you were a great hard worker at that bookstore, and the owners hated you. Mm hmm. They did because I knew all the bodies were buried. You did. And you told them on one occasion, I remember you came home and you said, I just told him he doesn't know how to run his business. I had to say it. <laughs> and I went, wow. They just uh, had to sit there and take the abuse too. Um, <laughs> sorry. I just had to tell that story. Cause I, 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 I completely forgot how I abused everything at that job. And I used uh, that job to get Dick. Oh boy. Oh. Those were the days. Those were the days. Let's talk about Ella and Johnny, shall we? Ella, Ella, uh, Ella. Hey. She, she decided to take man, matters in her own hand. So I'm going to go get a bowl of cereal. But did you know sit down on the couch. 
Is the expression matters into my own hand or is it my own hands? My own hands. Did she say matters into her own hand? Yeah, she said her own hand. Maybe she was talking about using her vibra- vibrator. Vibrato. Vibrato. Or maybe she had the cereal bowl in one hand, so she said, I'm going to use my other hand to take the matters. Yeah, that could be it. Coochie, this cereal's not for you. This is mama's. Oh, God, I hate people who talk to their dogs like that. This cereal's not for you. I have to say, I'm a dog crazy person. When my dog wanted my food, I wouldn't say, Sophie, this is, I would say, get down, get down, no. Get down. You're not getting fuck, my food. Don't fuck with my food. I agree. That is a very serious. You can have my food. Why are you going have my food? My, that's a very serious thing. Yeah. I don't respect dogs who beg. <laughs> Just men. Now I beg. Yeah. Don't get it. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> I need to have sex soon. You do. You do. Ooh, he's got me all keyed up thinking about talking to those men <laughs> on the line. It really did. Yeah, and the phones had cords to them, so you could twirl them with your fingers. Ooh. This is like the gay version of that Lily Tomlin laughing skit. <laughs> One ringy dingy. <laughs> One ding-a-lingy. Oh, yes. Well, Two would, cookie-walkies. Oh, would you like to suck that cocky-cocky or however she talked? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you would snort when you'd suck dick, not laugh. <laughs> Sorry, that is an old fucking reference. And it like is. three people, we just made a laughing reference. I just remember like tw- like these chords, if you remember, you yeah. I just like twirl that phone cord. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I'm having a moment. I need to, okay. I'm making people to, uncomfortable. We need to end this show so you can go on your date tonight and get it done. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Um, y'all, so... Ella's going to get a flight for Dubai and she's like, I'm willing to, willing to risk it all for, and put for the love of my life. It's like everything's a comic book that she's, that she's in. Yeah, it's a fucking manga. And so she calls Johnny and she's like, you know, she wraps herself in this blanket and she's. No, I think it's an actual table runner. It's a table runner. That she got at home goods. Like the seams aren't even sewn. No. And she's like, what does this look like? And I wrote down, please don't do, please don't do Dubai cosplay. Please don't do this. Please don't do Burka cosplay. This is, is sad. She's doing Burka cosplay, y'all. And he's <sighs> like, oh, yeah. She said, well, I need, might need this because I bought a oh, ticket to Ella. Dubai. And you see Johnny go, oh, okay. She's got a ticket to Dubai. She's got a ticket to Dubai. She's got a ticket to Dubai. And he don't he care. Don't care. <laughs> no plane holder. And uh, he's real scared. I think that might be the first Beatles song we've ever done on this show. Which is, yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, so excited. It, it was just no. You that kind of hit me. I don't really. Oh God, people. No, don't say it. you don't like the Beatles. This is not no. going to go over well. No, 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 no. I love the Beatles. But just the other day, you don't know any of their songs. There was a Beatles song, and I said, I really should sit down and listen to a Beatles album. I've never have. That's ridiculous. I've just, I really got to know the Beatles more. 
for my mother. No, I guess I have listened because my mom would listen to it all the time Uh as a kid. But I was kind of like then I was like, oh, mom's listening to old music. And I just liked it when she played the doors. I love the doors. But this I was like, oh, this is old people music because she played the Beatles and the birds and the ants or whatever the bands were. The ants. I think I made that up, but they were all the something, the monkeys, the birds, the doors. We no, would have been. I, I loved we, it all. If we were a band, we would have been the gays. Yeah. No, I loved all of my mom's music. Well, I wasn't on my mom's tit like you were. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true at all. But um, anyway, but just recently I went, oh, I should literally listen to a Beatles album. When the whole, because I've heard that new H, uh, is it Apple or HBO? That new, uh, the one that Apple. Peter Jackson directed. Oh God, it's, it's so good. You have to, I had to watch it twice. Because yeah. I was missing things. So anyway, come for me. I'm going to get things now. No, you need to sit down and, and listen to it out. You, maybe maybe not the wide album because you won't get it. But but something like, something earlier, like, I don't know. Uh, I'll give you one to listen to. I should do that. It's like, uh, it's like Graceland. I never listened to that album. Simon and Garfunkel. I don't. I think. I don't think. I think it might be too late for you. That was very. That was. That's well, very much of like its it. own time. I don't. I think I would like it. Maybe like. Uh, I don't know. Yellow, Yellow submarine or something like that or whatever. I don't no, know. No, no. It should be like, like, hmm. Probably revolver. You should start with revolver. Uh, we're, this is. I'm kind of upset we brought this up because there's going to be so many Beatles people. People are, are telling gonna, you what to listen to. Yeah. Look, be, I'm going to be honest. Don't come at me. I'm not going to read it. I don't have time. No, you're, and you're not going to listen. You're I'm saying not, that, but you're not going to listen. You will, however, watch the newest Garbage CW show that's out. Oh, Naomi. I like it. Oh, come on. You know that looks bad. No, it was good. <laughs> it's good. Is it? Yes, we did an ad for that show. You should like it. Oh, wait, we did. Oh, it must be great. <laughs> I actually did watch it. It's good. I think I watched a little bit of it. And it kind of it made me cringe a little bit. I liked it that it's not trying to, like, you can tell that black people created and write for this show. Mm-hmm. And there's a black person in it. It's not, it's not a bunch of white people trying to write a black show. It's just, it feels a lot like Luke that Cage. That doesn't happen that much anymore, No, though. anymore. But I think it's just, it's, it reminds me a lot of Luke Cage, where it's just... It's, I'm hearing, as a white person, I'm hearing people have stories that are new to me, that are interesting, and she's a good actor. I like, I don't remember her name. We said it in the ad, but I, but I like her. The guy that plays opposite of her, he's on her. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but great. We love it. Naomi, I enjoyed it. Okay, so... Where are we? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ella completely bulldozing her she's saying, boyfriend now, Johnny. Here's what... This is... This is I had a real problem with this besides all the obvious reasons. Um, he says, you know, I would have to, if I, if you, he's like, I'm going to come to Dubai with you. And he's like, well, the problem, if I go to Dubai and we, we hang out for two weeks that I have to go back to China and quarantine for five weeks. You guys, this is that point in that, in the, in the pandemic where that was how long you had to do it in, in China. Can, can I ask you a question, Poodle? Yep. Yeah. Does Ella not know that China is a communist country? I don't. I don't. I think she thinks that, but I'm saying I'm not is sure. Like she. When you went to China and you were were you were surprised they didn't have Facebook? 
that I couldn't Google something. But I mean, I don't know if she gets it. And I'm not trying to dig common. I'm just trying to it's say that. It's less communism, but a very strict authoritarian approach to exactly, governing. Exactly. It's not like America where if people mm-hmm. go, five weeks, I'm an American. Da, da, and, and so we would never do that in the U.S. Right. because we – but it's like she does – it's like she has done – no homework well, to understand the culture of the country of somebody the, she loves. The difference is she also doesn't understand their culture of pandemics. China went through SARS. China yes. went through bird flu. And so they take pandemics very seriously because they know if they do take precautions, um, they will get through them. And they, they know that if they do not, you're Millions usually punished by die. the government and people die. So that's the that's the environment he's been raised in. So when she's like, I don't know, she's like, I just can't wait any longer. As soon as she said that, I was thinking, this is a once in a century pandemic. Dry your tears, baby. This is ridiculous. Oh, I wonder if at this reunion, if she doesn't come back and say, wow, I should have thought. I think she's going to be people are going to fucking tear her apart. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, So she says, if you're not willing to come to Dubai, I'm going to start thinking about options like an open relationship. Now, she doesn't really want an open relationship, I want to say. This is just to piss him off because she knows he doesn't want that. This is just to trigger him. Yes, because he said... He said, you know, but we have some little solutions. She said, I know we or no, he said, but I know he said, that's just a lot for me. And she actually said, I know we have these little solutions that we can use to get to Dubai. I'm offering you little solutions, meaning quarantining for five fucking weeks is a little solution. Yeah. Away from his family, away from it. And, the and that's thing just is, when he comes back. Like, and that's if he doesn't get COVID. That's right. And the thing about it is here, you guys. She's basically no. She's not telling him we're done, because that would be what she's she's doing. She's giving him. She's throwing. She's baiting her hook with a piece of cheese, and she's yeah. throwing out open relationship because she knows he'll be like he'll freak out over that. Yeah, and and that's gross and manipulative. Yep, and among uh, worse than a lot of other things she's saying. She doesn't um, want to be because she doesn't want one either. No, no. she. She basically wants to, she's saying, I need to move on and I need to, I think what she means by open relationship is date other people, um, but she won't say it. No. Uh, and Because she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to say, I'm going to break up with you because she right. doesn't want him to break up with her. Exactly. Because remember y'all, as she said, when she's crying on the couch, this woman is desperate to find love. She's never felt love. It's what she said she's always wanted that she's never had. So she's actually, she's the one that's way more scared. Right. She's is. like, I just want to find love with someone who loves me just as much. I've waited 29 years and it's all I've ever wanted. And I'm like, I'm so sorry the 100-year pandemic has thrown a wrench in your plans, in your <laughs> In your cute little purple house in the country, how do you think someone feels in Manhattan right now? Why did this pandemic happen to me? Yes, Why exactly. Me, this pandemic. Uh, how do you think people feel in fucking Italy that yeah. were in their apartments for two years and like 
a shit ton of uh, their older population died. Yeah, I'm just uh, I I I I feel uh, I can't cry tears for her. I'm. She, she is one of the reasons why people watch this show and do not like Americans. Yeah, she's pretty tone deaf about about what she says and how she and she says it with no regret at all. No and, regret. And None. yeah, she's. She oh. should really think about casting a spell for some reality. <laughs> um, so y'all, we, we go to China. We're in China now yeah. with, uh, they're, you, you know we're in China because of the music and people doing Tai Chi. Yeah, they, um, they really like, they really want us to know it's China, TLC. Yeah. We get it. Um, I, yeah. I will say, sometimes people think that people are being stereotypical about Chinese music. I will say, no, a lot of it does sound like this. So it's not just a pentatonic scale to sound just like Chinese. People's like, is that really how Chinese music sounds? It is. A lot of Chinese music sounds that way. (laughs) There you go. Even Chinese pop music sometimes sounds that way. So they're going to go. So he's meeting his friend Wang. And basically they sit down. Wong, I'm sorry, Wong. And Wong says, Are you af- aren't you afraid? And Johnny said, Yes, I'm terrified that I'm gonna get infected and then I can't go anywhere. I can't right. come back to this country. I can't see my parents. Y'all, because this is when this was Or his pretty- son. This was newer in the pandemic. So we really, y'all, you just gotta remember we didn't know what the fuck was going on. Right. This is where people were doing shit like listening to that stupid my pillow piece of fuck guy. And 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 Jenny and Submit had their uh had their pandemic badges that kept Ooh. them from getting COVID. <laughs> got a badge, Smith! Can't get the COVID. <laughs> Look like dog tags. Um but he and he tells the the his friend, he's like, This is she's my Miss Wright. She's it for me. I'm in love with her. And the friend says, well, I think you should risk it for love then. And I went, what? He said, yeah. He said, go to her. She's waited for two years. If you love her, fight for her. And I wrote, Wang is fucking with him, right? Like Wang's just fucking with his friend now. Like Bad, adv- they- bad advice. They are Wong. Sorry. Because remember when his friends all got together and they all kind of made fun of him? Uh-huh. And teased him. And I went, was that the rule? Like, we were like, hey, whichever friend that Johnny calls, fuck with him. Fuck with him and tell him to go see her. I Because this, this is was, bad advice, like you said. I, I think it is bad advice. But I think I think his friends are, are tired of having Did to counsel him about this. Yeah, that's true. And they're just like, you know, dude. If you're if you're really into this, the only way for you to realize it is to find out yourself. We can't help you through this anymore. Fucking stop talking to me about it. Yeah, that's kind of that's what I would do <sighs> if all else fails. Do you think he's going to go to Dubai? Hmm. I would have said no, but after Wong said this, the only, I thought maybe he will, unless he talks to his mother about it. I think if his mother gets involved, he won't go. He won't go. They we didn't see a next week on ninety day. They no, we, we did not see, see that. They're not. They probably aren't on next week yeah. unless there's a big thing and the and they aren't teasing it. Who knows? Who knows? Well, we've already had the big reveal of mahogany, mahogany. or the bigger reveal of Gino without a hat. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
We find we 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 saw it last week in the in the preview, y'all. But that kind of furry underbelly that the back of his head yeah. is, bleh. yeah. What clinging to the scraps of a hair empire what that was gerbil did he lay on? Yeah. Wow. Y'all, let's talk about Gino and Jasmine. Gino and Jasmine. So y'all, sh- Jasmine's going to another cabin. This is after they've had this huge fight, and she's just like. I, I, y'all don't get me. Jasmine is crazy and she's ridiculous, but, but she's <clears throat> devastated. But and you feel for her in this moment. And she's getting drunk. Uh, oh. And drunk Jasmine is a gift for everyone, y'all. But she she is back, quite I, poetic with everything. Yes. And the guy said, and he's like, do you? And she's like, no, leave the bottle. Leave she, the bottle. Leave the bottle. She gets drunk on Kim Crawford. On Panamanian Kim Crawford. Like, I never saw this coming with Gino. I never thought he would do that. I feel like miserable. She like said, trash. I fell in love with a ghost. Oh, that was doesn't beautiful. exist. The real Gino. The real Gino. I met him today. That was Yeah, she gets was, super poetic when she's poetic. when she's been drinking. I love it. Mm. Um so and Gino's basically saying if I, uh, if I, I can't believe I lost, if I lost Jasmine like this, I'll never gonna find love again. And what she also says that makes her even more upset. She all, she's sitting on the beach crying and she says, I knew it was could be true. She said, he's 52 and alone. That's, I knew something was wrong. And now he just wants to make her jealous because he is in love with her. So now this is becoming not about him sending her nudes, but about, she, y'all, mark my words, she's going to be fully upset that Gino is in love with his ex. Oh, yeah. She's spot, y'all. Jasmine, one of those people who spirals uncontrollably. Oh. And and you know her friends try to talk her down, but she doesn't give a shit. Oh, she's just going to go there. We see it. Yeah, D- Gino is sad. He's like, I can't defend what I did. And he does say, how could she understand I would never deliberately hurt her? And I went, how could you not? Think of hurting her when you're sending a woman her tits. Yeah, it's really bad. Uh, I, this is later on. Um, she basically, she's talking to her friend. Linda. Uh, not yet. I don't think she's not talking to her friend. But she's like, I'm going to make a fucking scandal of this. No, she I need, she I'm going to, that. I'm going to say that. I'm like, I'm going to make a fucking scandal of this. She has, it's so. I am I full of hate. I am full of hate. Linda calls and the first thing Linda says, what happened? And to Jasmine, she's like, he's still in. uh, And she's like, I don't want to see you again. And Linda said, Linda's not being a good friend here because Linda said, well, he wanted to make her jealous. And then Jasmine said, because he's still in love with her. And Linda said, oh, yeah, he's still in love with her. And that's where she says, I'm going to make a fucking scene. And she starts to get up. and She's walking. And Linda goes, no, 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 no. Don't be bitter. Dope. She's like, and then you missed it, y'all. She said, Jasmine, I can't pick you up from jail again. I've already done this three times. Jasmine, please, no. I'm still paying my credit card off for your bail money. She throws open the door and basically says, you motherfucker. Um, And then I'm going to sue you. I'm going to sue you. And And she's like, you sent nude pictures to me. And he's like, those weren't nudes. You, your, your breasts were showing. Yes, I'll give you that, but they were not nudes. The worst thing possible to worst say. Worst thing possible. And Gina says, "So take off your goddamn hat. I'll show you a nude. Nude, Gina. <laughs> yeah. 
She he rips oh. off the hat, and y'all, he looks like someone has pantsed him. Do it you see that? Just... Do you see the spark of rage that happened on his yes. face when she took off his hat? Y'all, that scared me. Not that I think he would hate hit her, but the fact that he got so angry by someone taking off his hat. But y'all, he she got the hat without missing a beat. He goes to his backpack and replaces another one. How many hats do you think are in that backpack? Seven. I was going to say five. I was going to say one for each day of the week. (laughs) And they're all the same. Mm -hmm. They're all the same. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Gino's Gino's like Ina Garten with shirts. They like one thing and they stick with it. Don't you ever compare him to Ina Garten. That is true. I'm going to take the... Um, but he does say, I made a mistake and I can't take it back. You're fucking trash, you stupid old man. Speak. Speak. Fucking speak. Y'all, I, I'm going to say this now. I need this couple to work out and get married because I am <sighs> enthralled watching them. I'm worried. I wouldn't be worried about his safety. Now, you know what? I wouldn't be worried about his safety. I don't don't care care a shit about him. But I don't want someone to be murdered. I don't want someone to be murdered. But y'all, I, oh man, I I love watching this couple. It's so good. Oh. Um, So Uh, you guys, basically the the end... He <clears throat> he's talking to her, saying, I, "I broke up with her. Why don't forget." Why don't you do it, you? And, Why don't you do it, you know? And the, uh, my other favorite line of this, she's like, "I'm publishing your dick. <laughs> I'm publishing your dick. Your yep. fucking tiny dick. If you want to send it to a friend of yours, that's fine, but don't yeah. put it on the internet. It's a fucking tiny, tiny, tiny dick, Gino. It's a little dick. I also need to say, just me doing this accent." That Coco, y'all, has reportedly been dating O.J. Simpson. (laughs) She does look like Nicole. (laughs) Maybe Nicole in the in the in the casket for a couple years. Yeah, I um, was dark. Sorry, everybody. I um, Um, but y'all, there's there's no words for Cuckoo. With OJ, I, there's I no not, words. I do not want Cuckoo to be killed, no. and uh, I worry. Actually, that's a legit worry when you're dating that piece of shit OJ Simpson. Yeah. Um, I just want to say that I love that she said. <laughs> my favorite line is she's like, "You're a fucking tiny dick," and Gino said, "I don't agree with that." <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with that. Those birds look local. <laughs> uh, and even so, still, Gino, she's saying, she's like, you were upset with her. You sent her my nudes because you were in love with her. And Gino kind of gets defensive. He's like, wrong. No, I, I wanted broke, to rub it in. He's like I a broke dick. up with her. I broke up with her. He's like, I was doing it. And he's like, you're not understanding what I did. Um, and he said, and you can send the pictures. That's your choice. And then, you're right. She's a poet of words because she goes, you are my choice, Gino. <laughs> you are my choice. She's so good, but she's, she's wasted and so devastated. Good. Oh. 
Now, y'all, she starts to get physical. This is a rarity for 90 Day Fiance, y'all. They don't want us to know. We've already told you, you can't talk about the show. So the producer, I think this is the first time I think we've, I've ever seen, oh wait, except for um, Libby and Andre and that family fight. This yes. is the first time we've ever seen, or second time I've ever seen a producer jump in to save Before someone from fighting. They said, don't do that. We've never, that, yeah, I was very, it was very surprising. Because the, the, y'all, the, they never, they may be off camera, but they never want you to see them. Yeah. No, and you're like, right. It's rare. They don't want to be on this show. No. Um, so he says, I'm pretty sure she's done with me after all he, this. He's crying. I've in, done. His, in this moment, yeah. he cries. And she's like, What's I need like to watching go. Chino cry for you, poodle. I feel nothing. I don't know. And I felt nothing. No, I don't. I, there's not a lot for him. He's, no. he's, he's a gross person. It's gross. Um, so she's, and I liked it how he was sitting there and that pillow that said, when Jasmine isn't around, hug me is sitting in the other chair. Like it's <sighs> keeping her place. Yep. 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 And she sets the pillow and he's like, why don't you sit down? And yeah, she comes like, back, oh yeah, she comes back to get her purse. I'm I don't sorry, have much yes. time. And he apologizes. He says, he says, now this is this is not a great apology because he says things like, I'm just devastated. He's talking about his feelings. Yes. Um, but he did say, I feel really terrible. I made a huge selfish mistake. And she says, I don't know who you are. Yes. I don't know who you are. He asks for another chance. And she and sh- she kind of goes, how do, how do I don't want to be a sugared mama or sugar baby. Yeah, You're a sugar what, daddy. This is when they're walking on the beach. Yeah, she's like, <clears throat> yes. She said, how do I know that you just want one woman and you're not a sugar daddy? I cannot be playing games, Gino. Games. Yeah, this is, and he, she says, he says, my intentions are long term. And, and she finally says, he says, it's you and only you. You're the perfect woman. And she just turns to him and she says, I just want to be loved. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I just want what the people want. I want love, you know. I <laughs> want to be where the people are. To see them dancing on the shore. Oh, I love you, Gino. I love you. I love you. I love you. And she, it's this, this creepiest oh. hug. And, love, and y'all, she's going to forgive him. She's going to forgive him. And he's, and I'm so happy to have you in my arms again. So happy to have you. Have you. By uh, the way, those weren't nudes. Those aren't. <laughs> um, that's I all I got. Couple. That's the show, y'all. Ooh. That is the show. Y'all, Ooh. I love this couple. I need them to be on 90 Day for like five seasons. Yikes. I'm here for it. Um, y'all, go to our link tree link. Go to our live shows. That's where you can see us in Los Angeles uh, with Date with Dateline Monday. with Kimberly and Katie. We're very excited. Uh, the 27th. Also, Portland and Seattle. Seattle, we're going to be there March 11th. And Portland, we're going to be there March 12th. For yay. Yay. Um, and there could be cake. I don't know. It might be expensive and Poodle's not going to let me buy cake. I'll buy you a gluten-free one. <laughs> well done. Don't laugh about it. I will. 
I swear to God. Well done. Um, uh, all right, we're going to wrap this up because we've got a YouTube Live that we're doing with our Patreon members. But before that... I forgot about that. Yeah, we're doing that in like an hour. Um, also want to remind people, some of you know this week, uh, well, actually the day this show air on the 22nd, we're having my father's memorial service today. So I kind of, I've talked about this a little, but I kind of just kind of wanted to... I don't know, wrap up everything and just say, first of all, uh, the biggest shout out to the best podcast partner in the world, Jake Anthony, for just it was sticking, like, who, <laughs> who, who for sticking through this with my father and y'all, there's so many times where we had shows and it was five minutes before the show. And I said, I can't do the show now. My dad shit his pants or my dad did not comb, whatever. And Jake scrambled and never once made me feel like I was stressing him out. And that was a, a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I appreciate you very much. Uh, so I'm going to delete this podcast episode right after it airs so no one can hear that. Because I'm going to use it later. Yeah. But so I want to thank, and I want to thank the sissies. Like I said, this has been such a, it's the weirdest thing in the world when your parent dies. And you just want your, I think more than anything for this, I just want my dad to be remembered. And because he was that type of person that wanted to feel like, even though we all have our own little piece in the world and we want people to feel like we mattered to them. Jake says that all the time. We want mm -hmm. to feel like we matter, And that's what my dad wanted. And I know he mattered in this community, but the fact that like, Y'all have been sharing stories. The Sissy Michelle did the thread about my dad. I just would read that and cry and laugh and just remember my father. So um, I just want to kind of going forward, I want to talk about dad in happy ways and like remember funny memories. But for today, I just thought it would be um, this was I don't know why I did this, but what I don't remember what episode, but remember the river of shit story. I don't know what episode. it was a long time ago, like. Probably last year. It was when my dad had been constipated for like five days, y'all, and we couldn't yeah. get him to shit. And my dad was telling some family members about this, and I just went ahead and turned on the voice memo. And so, I, and so the way we're going to end this show today is we're going to play the voice memo, as I feel my, da my dad, the plumber, would appreciate, of him telling the river of shit story. You're going to hear my cousin Dale, my cousin Kelly, and their daughter, and me. We're kind of, he's telling us all this story, but it's just so my dad. And then I'm going to play a song that I'm planning on hopefully singing at his funeral. Um, but I just want to say I love I love you, Jake. I love you, sissies. I'm very proud to be a part of this community. It's I knew this was something that was important to me, but I didn't realize it was going to give me so much peace and healing and and just love. So I just want to thank everybody. Very we much. love you, too. OK, I'm never deleting this recording ever. We're done. I'm closing my computer now. All right, y'all. We'll see you next week. And this one goes out to Papa Mar thing up and so and i was watching the we had pads down around the bed and everything so we didn't get anything on the bed and so i was watching those too make sure i was okay so i thought i might be peeing instead of pooping you know and then all of a sudden i just kind of got a loose feeling a little bit you know and so i was i said okay i'm passing gas so i just passing gas i thought well i'm shit and it was clearing out and it got down to everywhere everything was soft <laughs> and they, there wasn't no stopping that sucker looked like someone hitting me with a five gallon bucket of shit when it come it come and it didn't stop and i'm sitting here and all i'm doing is my ass is floating up from shit and i had shit 
when, when Brian got in here, I said, well, I still think I'm keeping it all in that diaper. He said, bullshit, Dad. It's all over you. It's above your waist. Because apparently there was like a hard nugget. Because Dad was putting his finger up his butt trying to get it. He's like, I feel it up there. And apparently once that hard nugget passed, it was like a stopper. That's what Tori. What? They'll come in fecal impactions like that, and you have to dig it out. Oh, I've done it. You do. I threw up. Yeah. Best thing to do is get you a hot water bottle and get some heat in it. I have took minerals. Literally, you're like an enema going but up. But like Brian walked in and, hey, and shit was up there like that. And Dad's eyes, eyes, when he come through that door, and I'm sitting there. He come in. He loved going. I swear, his eyes got that big. And apparently, he Dad knew I was in a podcast, so. Brian, he called Dad, and Brian answered the phone and said, hello? And Dad said, what are you doing? And Brian said, oh, I just got out of the shower. What did you say to him? Get your ass down there because you're fixing to get in some shit. <laughs> and so he got down there when he walked in. His eyes got that. <laughs> Apparently, and he, Brian... He sat there and he come over, he come over here and he stood and he looked and said, Dad... That shit is all the way back. It, right? Brian said it went down to his knees and almost up to his shoulders and was down off of the side <laughs> yeah. of the bed. Yeah. And Dad was just it. looking going, what do I do? Well, and Brian said, get up. He said, get up and walk straight to the damn shower and get in. I said, I can't do that. Hell, this shit all over me. dripping going to the shower. It was that bad. And apparently, when he was walking in the shower, shit was still coming out of that. <laughs> I was backed up so much, you know. And so I got in the shower finally, and he stayed in there. He just stay in there. Don't even get out to wherever you walk. I've got shit. <laughs> and so he just, Cody come down and helped him. But he luckily got that diaper and cut it off from the sides and had me get up out of it. He kept it all together and went and got a big shit can <laughs> and rolled all that stuff over. He got most of it the first first whack. Dad said at one point, he said, when I looked down, I felt like a boosh and it just all kind of rose up <laughs> like flood water. It did, it just when it when it cleared itself. You got it, cleaned out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When it cleared itself past the hard stuff. That was keeping it in there, and the it drain unclogged. went in the drain unclogged. She caught, and that was just like. I woke up crying late at night when I was very young. I had dreamed my father. Had passed away and gone My world revolved around him I couldn't lie there anymore So I made my way down the mirrored hall And tapped upon his door And I said, Daddy, I'm so afraid How will I go on? said that's my job 
Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 